boys and girls, welcome to another wonderful episode of the Foiled Again podcast. My name is Justin Reese, and joining me today is my good friend, Cayman Cruz. Cayman, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. That is good. That is excellent. We've got so much to talk about today here on the show. We're going to talk about Moon Knight. We're going to talk about The Force Awakens. That's all we're going to talk about. A lot of good stuff here happening on this (laughs) podcast today. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can follow the podcast at FoiledAgainCast on Twitter. I'm at Kyle Reese on Twitter and Instagram. And Cayman is at K.Cruz on Twitter. He's not on Instagram. Don't try and follow him on Instagram. If you see anyone pretending to be him, they're doing just that, pretending. Because there's only one. There's only one Cayman Cruz. And he's on Twitter, not Instagram. So if you have anyone on Instagram (laughs) asking (laughs) for money so they can fly out to your state, to record the podcast live <laughs> and then they say here's Beyonce and then it says this is Beyonce that's not Beyonce that's not Cayman that's someone pretending to be Beyonce it might be Beyonce hold on it's definitely not me but it, we don't know what Beyonce gets up to in her spare time do you have something to tell Sean <laughs> big what would, what would Blue Ivy do She's the one doing it. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) This is Destiny's Child. Oh, man. Man. That would make for a really good podcast title, but I have no clue what that would be. (laughs) We'll find something. We'll find something. When they finally make a Superman movie. That's that's good. That's the title of the Rise of Skywalker (laughs) podcast. Shut (laughs) your mouth. (laughs) Oh man. Oh my god. Oh man. Um I'd like to inform you about something. What's up? That you know that I that I deal with personally. Uh every day I wake up, then I start to break up lonely as a man without love. Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? I keep feel like I, I keep feeling like I'm I'm getting the first name wrong. Um, talking about Moon Knight. Can we I? Oh, can I also Knight. tell you? Can I also tell you the inspiration for what what my uh my intro bit was? Yeah, please do because I was so confused. So what we were doing. so in my head. My brain thought of that one scene from uh, Daddy Daycare that where they're doing the, uh, the what do you call it, like the market testing for the cereal thing, right? Um, and there's a, he, he's, he's in, what is it, he's in the carrot costume or the broccoli costume, whatever he is. Oh, no, he's in the broccoli costume, now I'm remembering it right, because if you remember... B-R-O-C-C-O-L-I. I am the broccoli, and I don't know why. But it's that guy. And so he's talking to the kids that are there for the market testing. 
And so he says, hey there, boys and girls. And that was in my head for some reason. I don't know why. My favorite scene in Daddy Daycare is when the Flash kid uh, leaves the bathroom. That's not the Flash kid. Is it not? No, no, it's another kid. The Flash kid's the only one I remember because he was dressed as the Flash. Yeah. As a kid, I was like, the Flash. They got Flash in this movie. Do you know and that they have a like, Flash van hot, hot Wheels? I did not. Yeah, I, I saw it. I saw it the other day. Let me pull up the photo. All right. Anyway, goes to the bathroom. And the kid, <laughs> it's just the camera is like somewhere around the ceiling because Eddie Murphy looks up at the ceiling and goes you need to learn how to aim (laughs) your parents need to teach you how to aim well yeah the kid comes out of the bathroom and he says I missed I missed that's right and he's like what do you mean you missed because you instantly know what I missed means and then he and then he opens the door and he's just looking around and the the psycho theme is playing (laughs) yes yeah, my mom and I would just yes. quote that. Yeah, whenever it's really, it's really, yeah, really yeah, funny. Yeah, I love that movie. Too. Love it's, that movie. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. It's been like four or five years since I've seen it. It's been longer than that for me, most likely. I remembered it and was like, I gotta see this movie again. Yeah, let's. This is the put you on segment for Daddy Daycare. This is the put you on segment. Watch Eddie Murphy's Daddy. Daycare. Watch Eddie Murphy's Daddy Daycare, not um, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s Daddy Day Camp. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I was right. It is Engelbert Humperdinck. Engelbert Humperdinck yeah. is the singer of the Moon Knight song. Do we address technical difficulties? Because I was, I, th- I feel like, I feel, I feel like, like we, we should. should. Yeah, it looks like we your had lap a was like a second after. Maybe, mine, so. yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It, I'll, I'll, it, it'll be fine. I'll align it properly and, and edit. You know, it's fine. That's how we roll on this show. Um, Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> Would you want to hop right back in like that? Yeah, Engelbert, Engelbert Humperdinck. Humperdinck. That's that man's name. Is he still alive? Let me see. Let me see. You, 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 you do something while I look this up. Um, hello, loyal listener. Uh, I would like to tell you about some issues that Justin has been facing in his life recently. He's still alive. He's 86. (laughs) His birthday, his birthday was two days ago. Oh, nice. Happy birthday, Mr. Moon Knight. Mr. Mr. Engelbert Humperdinck. Yeah. Are you telling them about my alcoholism? No, but you saved me from outing whatever dirty secret that <laughs> I was about to say. You were about to make up? I don't have to make it up, Justin. You're a deeply troubled young man. How deeply troubled am I? Um, Deeply? I literally just said... I was making... An allusion to the post-credit scene of Moon Knight. You're making allusions? What are you, Doctor Strange? <laughs> we both put our hands <laughs> up at the same time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, all right, you want to talk about Moon Knight? You go first. You you talk about Moon Knight first. Why do I have to talk first? You know that I like the show and I'm nervous know, about yeah, whatever yeah, you're yeah. about just, to just, say. Just, just tell me about Moon Knight. Tell me about Moon Knight. Um, all right. 
starting with episode four of Moon Knight, we start to get weird. So therefore, I love it, right? We start yeah. to get weirder. Yeah, because then we're we fighting get... mummies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But specifically, it's the end of episode four. Well, yeah. Are you just want to jump to there? You don't want to cover all the. Well, no, it's really cool. I love everything in the tomb and, you know, all the stuff that we yeah, do. Yeah, when they're I doing real adventure stuff. The very funny thing that happened whenever I looked at Alexander the Great's mummy. Yeah. I don't know if you know this piece of history, but in my mind, I was like, the only reason he's there is because the Europeans didn't eat him. Because they didn't know he was there. So back in the day... It was believed that for the for mummies... the listener, I did a face of confusion and concern. <laughs> Do you know the? It's the gif of conceited when he's wearing the hat and holding the cup, and he does no. that. The lips. Conceited. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know that was his name, but yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. That's his name. Anyway, that's the face he just did. Yeah. yeah. Um. In Europe. This widespread medical belief arose where they thought that if you ate mummies, you would gain all kinds of health benefits. And so a whole bunch of mummies were lost because the European people were eating them. Bro, what is wrong with white people? <laughs> Just straight up. I, like, what Justin, is so... When I say the reason that mummies are so historically rare right now, it's so hard to find, like, a complete mummy is because white people ate them. It is it's always it's it's always something wrong because of white people. That's like just that was straight the up first place my head went to when I saw the whole mummy as he uncovered the casket. I'm like, thank God he's still there. Cause can you imagine the Europeans <laughs> find the little <laughs> in it they open his mouth? Oh my god. Oh my gosh. <sighs> so that's a fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, I love the scary, like, uh, I'm trying to think of the word for what they do. The um, embalmers, I guess. Yeah. They are so cool. Yeah. I love them. He, he was like, making undead. he was making clicker noises. He was. I started making the noises, too, when I was watching the episode. And your like, family was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop that. I was, I was quiet. <laughs> quiet clicking noises to myself. No they think I'm like him. straight up crazy. <laughs> Maybe. Because I'm sitting over there like hunched over. They were like, oh, you, you really relate with the second half of that episode, huh? <laughs> That's a messed up thing to say. Hey, man. But it was yeah. funny at the time. <laughs> seconds ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. We're off the zoinkies today. Yeah, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I know. I am too. I was contemplating whether or not to take a quick nap, which is on during the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I have narcolepsy, Justin. (laughs) I don't, so I'm the insensitive one because I made the joke. Yeah, we're just we're just offending the. disabled today huh yeah anyone who has any sort of disorder or yeah. issue it's fine we might have some sort of adhd justin it's okay <laughs> uh. 
We're too tired to be doing this. Oh, we man. Should. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. The embalmers, they're really cool. And it was like, it was very scary as uh, Steven is up in the thing and then Layla's hiding behind the tomb and it's like trying to find them. It's crawling around. Well, not crawling, but, you know, shambling, mm-hmm. doing its thing. Uh, and then when she snapped that one's arm off that chased yeah. her and it was yeah. going to like drive the arm through her head, I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. I that's like cool. a good bone yeah. weapon. Yeah. I really, I was really, I really enjoyed that episode. Um, and Arthur is like watching over the way and he's like, hey man, what am I going to do? Let me tell you about your father. And Check. she's like, are you for real right now? <laughs> I love that at every moment she was like, I'm not going to let myself be manipulated by some man. Anyone. Loved it. Any of them. She's amazing. I love yeah. her. Then she died. <laughs> That's not true. Spoilers for Moon Knight episodes four through six, by the way. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> it would be really funny if someone who hasn't seen those episodes yet heard that part and like turned the podcast off really upset because they <laughs> believed me. <laughs> Just scrambling in the car to turn turn the <laughs> podcast off. <laughs> they crash. Now they're in a mental hospital. Pile up. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> Don't make that joke. We can't say that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just referencing the material. You're like, I'm two two mental breakdowns away from grippy socks came in. <laughs> I'm not gonna share a thought I had about myself today. Oh, I'm not no. gonna share about myself today. Was it oh, that every man. day you wake up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. People who are listening to this to find out what we think about Moon Knight are so annoyed right now because we spent so much time laughing at our own stupid I'm, jokes. I am burying the lead so much right now. Oh man. Uh yeah. That's that's anyway, cool. Yeah, everything's really cool. They're doing it feels very uh adventury, uncharted, you know, all that good stuff. Indiana mm-hmm. Jones, Lara Croft, whatever thing you would like to reference. Um and it's awesome. And then Arthur shows up and he's like Hey Stephen Mark. Blam, blam. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the show's about to get good now. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. That's the thought. Because, <laughs> you know, I've loved it so far. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But episode four, it really starts to get crazy. And then he dies. And I'm like, ah, we're going to get good. And then it just transitions to like this stark white mental hospital, him talking to Arthur. And I'm like, oh, this is good. I like this. Whatever we're about to do, I'm really into it. Because no matter what direction they took it, mm-hmm. if they were like, yeah, he's been crazy this whole time. None of that's real. I would have been fine with that. No, I don't agree with that. But that's I, fine. I, 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 I get you. Because it immediately made me think of that one Moon Knight cover where he's in the straight jacket. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one. His whole I know body that one. and there's the red moon on his forehead. Yeah. And I was like, whatever we're about to do here, I'm down. Yeah, that's how I felt too. 
That's how right, I felt. Your tone too. of voice says you didn't continue to feel that way. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't continue to feel that way at all. Um, I'm just gonna talk about how I like the show. So now it's your turn to go ahead and ruin everything for everyone. Okay. Um, I want to preface this by saying that episode five is good, but I don't feel like it was earned. It feels very out of nowhere. And I am annoyed by its placement and its existence in the show that we got. And that I hold on, on. I'm still I'm still prefacing. Still prefacing. Okay. The season finale, on the other hand, I just straight up don't like. Mm, And and there are things in there that I'm like cool, and there are things in there that I should have been like that's cool, except they weren't to me, right? (laughs) Um. So, further elaboration on episode five. Yes, please. It's good. If you're following, it's good. It made me cry. And and would that be regarding when Steven sacrificed himself? No. No? Would it be about him breaking down in the street? Or would it be about him getting beat by his mother? It was it was the family stuff. Okay. Okay. See, this is I what I'm saying. It. This is what I'm saying. It's not bad, right? I don't think that episode is bad. However... It feels like, like I don't think there was any buildup, really per se, to be like, this is where Stephen came from, and then this is the thing that Mark was hiding from Stephen, and like, like it catches up, it catches us up on stuff and explains stuff that I didn't think really needed to be explained, right? Because at a certain point, I wasn't really interested in the mystery of, like, what's going on with the fact that Stephen and Mark are, like, two, like, and like an altar and, like, the, the, you know, original inhabitor of the body, right? At a certain point, I was kind of like, all right, cool. And in the third episode, they allude to the fact that there is a third altar, or a second altar, rather, right? Yeah. 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 And that never comes up. That never comes up until the very end of the show. So I was expecting that penultimate well, episode. episode four. Again? Is yeah, episode four? Episode four, as they're making their way through the hospital, there's the third sarcophagus. Right. Yes, yes, which yes. Which they yes. ignore intentionally. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Forgot about that part. Forgot about that part. Um, But I thought that's what the big reveal of episode five was going to be. Right? Because oh. that's, that's the thing that they kept, they kept over there. Right? And instead we get origin story episode, which I don't really feel was needed. So it's not that like that episode is bad. All right. Cuz the content in there is good. 
I just don't feel like it needed to be in the show, at least this way. Like, it felt like it was too late for that. It's kind of like, it's it's almost exactly the penultimate episode of WandaVision, where they're like, hey, rather than getting to the ending, we're going to expand upon Wanda's origin, even though you don't really need to. Like, it fills in gaps, right? But, like, you don't, I, I didn't really need that. But I feel like this one really was needed. I don't think so. I, it we, just it it feels it feels really random. Sure, but like it still feels about the main character of the show. It still it still Steven. feels random. But like that's the thing. Like, I, well, it's not that we don't we know stuff, right? Like we know enough we know? to keep going forward. He's a mercenary. He was married to her. He did some bad stuff. He made a deal with that. Like that's all that, right? There's all this other like childhood trauma origin stuff that I was like. I didn't really need that. Like it wasn't bad, but like I didn't need it at all. And seeing how how Steven as an alter came about was interesting, but I was just kind of I was like I said, I was under the assumption that Steven was created out of like Layla's absence, right? Cuz they shared a lot of like similar interests and whatnot compared to like Mark and Layla, right? So this is mm-hmm. this is the information I was operating off of, right? And so then throwing everything else there, I was like, that's fine. But like, I don't like I, it didn't, it really, it just didn't feel necessary to me. Okay. Do you see, like I said beforehand, I knew you weren't going to agree with me, but you see what I mean, right? Not really. Not really. All right. Well, you suck. Here's (laughs) (laughs) he's the main character of the show. And we have no understanding of, like, him as a person, really, until that episode. Because even ignoring the the childhood stuff, like, before we get to that, it's that scene where they walk into the room full of dead bodies. Yeah. And that interaction between Mark and Steven, like, that's the most character work that Mark has gotten. Because so far, he's just been like, I gotta protect my wife. And that's all he is as a person. He's nothing else really as a character i mean no like defining personality traits that we see besides like he's cool he fights guys uh he's trying to protect his wife okay sure okay yeah sure i'll give you that but at the same time i i childhood trauma whatever not not at all what i expected nor what i needed to learn more about this character I mean, because then because then because then all of the stuff that we've seen from Mark and that you're that you're saying is like, oh, he's the cool guy who knows how to fight. We then are just it. We we get information of what led to him becoming that, but it's still fill in the blanks for the rest of that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I like I don't I don't care. All right. That's your prerogative. I don't know what to say. I I don't know what to say to you here. Like like I mean, I I don't know. I feel like that's a weird angle to take, I guess. It doesn't really make sense to me. Like the this character came from somewhere. They've been alluding to stuff with his mom from the first episode with Stephen calling, right? Yeah. All that has been in place. Like 
you obviously need to know more about your main character. But it also okay. But the thing, but the thing beyond be okay. The thing beyond me being like, I don't need that. I don't feel like it was seated enough. Like I feel like the rest of the time the show was like, yo, here's all this adventure stuff. Now we're gonna get super deep and introspective, kind of out of nowhere because he died, and we're gonna do origin story stuff. Like I just feel like the pacing but here I, does not does not equate getting to that point. You know what I mean? Cuz even at a certain point they're not really like well how do like they're not asking the question themselves of how do they get there. That episode is feels like it's purely for the audience. It's which which is a weird thing to say. That that sound that sounds wrong. But it's like hey Right before we get to our finale, here's why you should care about this. You know what I mean? And I already care about it for other reasons. I guess. I I don't know. Like, I expected to understand what your issue was, but I don't. I'm saying that they already gave me enough no, of I a reason mean, to care. Like a... And then they tried to add more onto it. That wasn't really necessary and felt very out of place with the rest of the show. I I don't know. I feel like that's a you thing. I I wouldn't agree with that. I think that's one of the best. Well, I know you wouldn't agree with it. I didn't expect you to agree with it. That's okay. But what my point is is like, I'm I'm even having trouble understanding how it was like. Here's this very bare bones. Like this is the character, and that's all I needed. Yeah. Okay. He's a mercenary. He made a deal with Kanchu when on almost on his deathbed. He's done some bad stuff. Whatever. That's fine. If this were a PS3 video game, I'd be like, yeah, that's all I need. But I but there's but no not. reason that you need more than that. Oh, I gotta know why he has For an altar. TV show. Like who Wh- like what? Like you're dealing with a deeply troubled character and you don't want to know why he's troubled. I'm, I'm sorry. I, then if this is me being, being, uh, uh, what's, 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 what's the word? What's the word here? For, okay. For, for, do you, is there supposed to be a cause for why someone would have DID or is it a thing that just happens? Because for me, I, for me, I don't know. The going off of the show, I was just like, okay, he has an altar. That's just how it is. I didn't know there was some sort of deep rooted trauma for the reason why he would have this altar, right? I was just under the fact, okay, this is a thing that he, that this is a disorder that he has, and that's it. And so now they were like, here's the origin story of his disorder. And I was like, I don't, I, I didn't know that that had to be a thing here. Okay. I mean. No, it's not. Not like I said, it's not bad. That's the thing. It's not bad. I just feel like it was unnecessary. Okay. I, all right. All right. Now the finale. (laughs) Um, it's fun. 
It's rushed. Yeah, it is. It's the shortest episode in the show. Is it? It is. I I want... They almost have me cursing on this program right now. Program. Yeah. I I can't... I, it's, the, it's the shortest episode? It's the shortest episode in the show. It's the shortest episode in... It's the shortest finale in any of the Marvel shows. Why? I don't know. It let me okay. Let me tell you. All right. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I was like, it was starting the episode, I was like, all right. I haven't really seen anyone talk about the finale, right? And I was like, usually that means one thing or two things. Either not everyone has seen it yet, because you know later in the day people will watch it. And they're not freaks who watch it at midnight like I am sometimes. Or it's not good. Nobody wants to talk about it. That's usually what happens. That's usually what happens. Yeah. So I was like, all right, what's up? What's the deal? And I heard the title was gods and monsters. Like, oh, that's cool. I can't wait to see some monsters do stuff. And you see monsters do stuff. And I'm not going to lie. Seeing, Harrow just used the staff to like suck people's souls is pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Layla becoming a temporary avatar of uh, uh what is Aurat. it? Auret, Ah, Aurat. my my mouth will not say that. Auret. No, it's with a T at the start. Toweret. 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 My mouth. My mouth will not say that. Power correctly. Powerate. Um, that was cool. Yeah. I like how I love, she was pulling Falcon moves. Yes. Yeah. I love her, the, the hippo goddess though. Tauret, so yes. She's I'm so trying fun. to say it, I'm trying to say it. She yeah. was fun. Um, that scene where Layla and her are having the conversation to become an avatar. Mm-hmm. And like Layla's really distressed physically and like dealing with stuff. Yeah. And Tara's just like, oh my gosh, I have the cutest so outfit. Fun. Yeah. We're yeah. just gonna. <laughs> yeah. It was very um, good acting from the actress's part. It was. She goes from being like doubled over in pain, like the strain visible on her face, to like standing upright and being yeah. like, so here's the yeah. plan. It's oh, really good. Something I noticed this episode specifically is that when. Oscar Isaac goes from being Mark to Steven in like one go, not like, you know, a switching of a shot or yep. like the uh, a cut or anything. He enunciates with like a almost like a New York accent when he's Mark because he's like, yeah. oh, all right in it. And then he's like, well, I don't know what to tell you, Doc. Like, and I'm like, where did yeah. this come from? What is this? Hold on a second. It's Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it. I love it. But um, what what is it? Overall, I just think it's kind of lackluster. Yeah, I agree. Cause like even like they're like, all right, now we're gonna have our big Marvel CGI fight fest, and it's almost cool. It's okay. The fight that's happening in the background is cool. Right with with Kanchu and, with uh, uh, and Amit. Amit, yeah. 
it's not quite as cool as it could be, but it is still pretty cool. Yeah, right? yeah. Just because of the scale they're going at, I was no, like, yeah. "There's a kaiju there's, fight happening." There's that part. That there's that part where uh, uh, Mark is laying on the ground, and Harrow is walking up to him, and Kanshu and yes, Ahmed are fighting. It looked best. like it looked like they were fighting on the roof, not like they were fighting in the background, like as like a hundred foot. No, beings. I. I thought it looked really cool. I really no. I'm not saying it looked bad. I'm just saying it to me. It looked for like a hot second like they were fighting on the roof. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. Um, No, I just saw like the the scale of it as like in the background skyline. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there was like a level of distance fog going on that like you can differentiate. Yeah, I just mean I just mean for that shot specifically. That's what it looked like. Um, no, yeah, that was cool, but, like, at the same time, I don't feel like we saw enough of it. We don't, we didn't see enough of that. Um, I agree. And then... I think that there was a really cool concept going on where they were doing the fight between the avatars Mm -hmm. and the fight between the gods, and there was stuff that was mirroring each other. That's Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Good idea. But it's just happening in this random section of the city. Yeah. That like doesn't look really cool. Yeah. And the street like, level fight that we get, like cool stuff happens. I like Steven pulling the the batons out and going yeah. crazy for a second and all that. But it's like, okay, we got to see Moon Knight beat up one set of guys mm-hmm. and then fight the Avatar fight, which was cool. But not as but cool. But it wasn't as cool as it should have been. It's still a better setting that that's I think that's the issue with these MCU finale fights for their shows is the setting. Yeah, the set pieces. Cuz um Falcon and Winter Soldier starts us out with, you know, the Captain America suit in this mm-hmm. completely red lit room fighting yeah. guys in this big building. Yeah. It's like that's cool and it and ends then it's a boiler room in a boiler room. Yeah. 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 If this is a Batman Hawk, movie, Hawkeye had a good set piece. Hawkeye had a Hawkeye had a good set piece because it was Rockefeller yeah. Plaza, and then yes, she fought him in a toy They're store. They're just shooting dudes all over <laughs> in the in the, the yeah. rink, and it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then Wandavision, it's the whole town. That's cool. Yeah, and they're in the sky. Yeah, it's fun. And then the two visions fight each other, and that's cool. Yeah, and then there's stuff going on on the ground as well, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, like there's levels but this to it, but it was this just one... like, hey, yo, here's this random plaza in Egypt, in Cairo. Like it was, the action was still fun, but it just wasn't as cool as it could have been. Mm-hmm. And they set it up to be so cool because there's that shot of the two of them coming at each other. Yes, which was super cool. Like, Whoa! And then they immediately throw them into the city, and I was like, wait, no. Yeah, I got Go worried. Back. I got worried they were gonna have a fight like the the Vision and Vision fight where they're fighting in midair, and I was like, I don't want to see this man and his uncle outfit fight Moon Knight in in the sky. Yeah. Um, I, okay, my favorite thing from this is going to be people who don't read comics, and I haven't read a lot of Moon Knight comics. Mm-hmm. Right? I haven't read any Moon Knight comics. I've only I've read, read a couple in stuff. Yeah, but I haven't actually read like comics about Moon Knight himself. His I own read, book, yeah, right? I read the stuff when when Mister Knight showed up. So. I want to read that. I want to read the Lemire stuff. I want yeah. to read. There's a whole bunch of things I want to read, but yeah. <laughs> I just can't wait for people to be like, "Yeah, Moon Knight and all his superpowers," and in the comics, he's just a guy in a suit. Yeah, that's the thing I was thinking about. I was like, I really like this design for this costume, but I'm like, 
I love the I love the the more recent Moon Knight design where it's like a black and white costume. Yes, and he's like high tech and stuff. Like it like it looks so cool. Like this design works for the the show. But yeah, yeah, he pulled the grapple out and like yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. I was into that. No, but there yeah, there's a lot of cool moments in there. But there's never I don't I don't feel any real moments in that of like uh. Like I'm not gonna like remember it in a couple days. I'm probably be like, oh yeah, Moon Knight happened. Moon Knight came out. Yeah, right? I have like very distinct stuff going on that I'll remember. I thought Layla was really cool doing her thing. Yeah, I thought um, it was really corny when the girl was like, "Are you an Egyptian superhero?" And she said, "Yes." And then the music swelled, and I was like, "Shut I up." Am. Um, yeah. Here's the thing, I. If those moments that they try to do in Marvel, if they actually put like heart into them, yeah, I'd feel it. But it feels like a corporate mandated scene. It's a, it's a, it's a uh, gif moment. Yeah. 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 It's like, like a, like a, like a vine, like a TikTok, digestible yeah, a in a couple you seconds. Can take yeah. To. I, I want those scenes to exist, but I want them to exist with heart. You know? Yeah, I don't want them. Yeah, I want I don't, to you don't want to Superman them to feel mandated, like you said. Yeah, yeah, I want Superman to be talking someone off a ledge, right? Yeah. Something like that. I, I want, want Batman like, to be saving people out of the flood and leading them to safety. Right. I want back in Teen Titans, whenever the kid playing baseball comes up to Cyborg and they have that conversation and he yeah. takes the glove off and shows him his arm. Yeah. And it's like stuff like that. Because it, it has heart to it. It's not like, look, we're doing a thing. It's just like, no, this is just a reality. Are you saying that DC is better at emotional nuance than Marvel is? No, just the DC moments are what came to mind. No, There's I know. Plenty this of Marvel is, moments. Know. Don't do that. This just There's a really good came and cruise <laughs> DC show. <laughs> That's not true. I know. That's so funny because like. No, I know. There's so many Marvel stuff that I'm, I own more Marvel comics. I don't. <laughs> I know. That's I why it's funny because you're the more like DC specific, and then you have like your Marvel characters that are your guys that you read. Uh, Daredevil, Miles Morales, Kamala Khan, sometimes Peter Parker, but not enough Peter mm-hmm. Parker. Yeah. Laura Kinney, and. I'm forgetting someone else. I'm forgetting oh, someone else. I don't know. Yeah, that's. I mean, hey, that's that's it. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> Robbie Reyes. There you go. Yeah, hey, that's I've it. read all those guys. And yeah, then there's like thirty other characters. And I like no, really yeah. Like I mean, I've read Hawkeye. I wouldn't say Hawkeye is one of my guys though. Like like Matt Fraction, Hawkeye is my Hawkeye. But okay. I'm not gonna be like, yo, that's my boy. Like I am the rest of those characters. Okay. No, yeah. I yeah. Get it. There's a really good Deadpool comic where it's like his version of talking someone off the ledge. Mm-hmm. Where the girl is like standing he's on like the I'm, He's super bad at it and her day gets worse and stuff. And then it gets better. Okay. It's it's a really cool curve because it starts out and she's like, get away from me, I'll jump. And he's like, okay, but Parker Industries is over there, so can you do it there? Yeah, I, yeah, I remember fun. that. I remember that. And she's like, what? I'm going to kill myself. And he's like, yeah, okay. Here's what yeah. I'm going to do tonight. And she's like, what? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then she ends up going along with him and they fight like aim guys together. I remember. Or something, and yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. And it's really good. Like there's there's a lot of heart in it. Yeah. And Marvel Comics are good at doing that too. Yeah. No, I believe that. And the MCU, the MCU does it sometimes. Can can be good. It can do those things, <laughs> can, but like yeah. when it tries to do stuff like A Force. Yeah. Ugh. Where all these Ugh. characters who don't know each other are like, we are women standing together. It's when it so funny. In Infinity War, it's cool, right? It's so yeah, because it just happens. Because <laughs> it makes sense, and like it feels right. And Okoye is there, like, why was she up there? Yeah, this you whole know? time. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like, but like, I like when people try to turn that into a black and white issue with a force of like, if you hate this, you're anti-women and blah blah. blah. I'm like, bro. You can't see how like prepackaged this is. This doesn't feel right. natural at all. I she's not alone. And then every single woman on the battlefield <laughs> starts walking up in this one moment. Do you want to know what's really good about women supporting each other all throughout uh its existence? What? It's Russian doll. Yeah. And wait till you get to season two, buddy. Yeah, I just finished no. it today. You finished it today? Okay, yeah. I, I was I'm probably gonna start it uh tomorrow. I know I people for people who don't know, this is one of my deep dark secrets that I have an issue with, and it's that my brain hates me and won't let me do things that I wanna do when I wanna do them. For yeah. example, I said I was gonna watch the Young Justice episodes as they aired. And I have not. No, because I can't get not. myself to do it. Um, yeah, so what were we talking about? Moon Knight, the finale. Uh, yeah, so the moment between Layla and that girl is yeah. corny. Corny, very corny. Unfortunately, Not against it, it, very corny. Right, it could have worked out in a cooler way, but just the way that everything happens is so random uh-huh. This group of women are like, let's jump into this van instead of just running away. It's just really funny. And then suddenly the staff activates at that moment. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, oh, I'm pointing that made me think. Way. That made me think of uh, 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 Man of Steel. When Zod's like, I'm going to laser these people. I was doing my Jonathan Kent. Oh. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. But that's what came to mind. Okay, God, but that seems Zod, so stupid. Zod doing it makes sense. In the oh moment, no, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But it just yeah. made me it like it felt like that same thing of like, oh, it's the a, people are over thing. there. Yeah, I just love it because that little girl watches this van come towards her, and she's just like, "That's crazy." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, oh my god. All right. So aside from like how stuff was rushed and like almost cool, and sometimes a little mediocre. Um. Can was, you imagine, like, it was, that... It was... How is him flying not cool in a standout moment? It is at the start whenever... Well, he's like, like, I am the god of the night sky. And then he just flies. He's just over yeah, there. Yeah, and Steven's like, I don't want to do that. I yeah. don't want to do that. And Mark's like, Foomp. And just goes. Yeah, because like, when he takes really off, cool it's moment. cool. And then it's just like, oh, there's him. He's still going over there. And then he's there. And then they have the moment on the pyramid... But and then that's it's really like, cool. yeah. And then it stops being cool. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, whatever stuff's just, happening. Okay. Imagine if the way that they handled that fight scene was like stuff happening. 
in a cooler location than it was. And then the staff shoots a thing out and people start falling through the air and Layla has to go like grab people at the air and stuff. You mean you create a more dynamic set piece than just fighting people on the ground? Yeah. And listen, fighting people on the ground isn't a bad set piece for Moon Knight. But the way that no, they went the way about they went it, about it, yeah, especially with how that. with how like fantastic and supernatural they wanted to go, right? Yeah, um, and then we get to where I just hated the finale. All right. Now, if you'll remember, I said in the first episode the blackouts when he switches to like, I well, I don't even think it's Mark anymore. Uh, when he switches between altars and he blacks out and it just cuts to when he, he regains consciousness, right? That was really cool. And then, you know, they tease it in episode three because Mark's like, I didn't do that. And Steven's like, you killed those people. You know, and they're like, oh, what happened? Right. And then we don't see it again. And then they're like, hey, you know, it would be cool if we did it in the big climactic fight in the moment where we you need to save Layla and defeat Harrow. Why don't we just cut that's, to the end? That's what the issue is with that. It's that that's how he beats Harrow. Because mm-hmm. if he just mm-hmm. did it, that would have been really cool for the moment. Mm-hmm. right? And if you have Harrow like stuck to a thing with one of the crescents and he's like about to break free, but he's like freaking out because everybody's dead. Mm-hmm. That would be fine. But then they're just like, all right, it's over. And so then... we have to assume that <laughs> Jake is just in the regular Moon Knight suit. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, yeah. I'm totally fine with no, that. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny that, like, because if they give him another suit, it'll be hilarious because nobody, Layla and Harrow, don't say yeah. a word about no, it. No, yeah, yeah. Um, but then... The other Wait, part, was like you started speaking Spanish and you were wearing know, a that, completely different. That was, that was really funny. That was really <laughs> funny. I loved that part because he was just speaking Spanish, and I was like, "Y'all not hiding anything." I know what it sounds like when Oscar Isaac speaks Spanish. Like, what do you mean? Um, no, but but hold on, hold on. Before we get to like there, um, yeah. and so 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 cutting from that just made me mad. I was like, bro. I was like, you deserve you 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 owe me at least five more minutes of this fight right now. You know what I mean? And then and the they, end result is that Ethan Hawk gets done so wrong because of this. Yes. Yes. And that's what the the main the most major issue is that. Yes. So then they bind Amit's like soul, life force, whatever to Harrow. And which like Kanshu okay. is like, kill him, and I'm like, yeah, kill him. And then Layla's like, no, you can be free, whatever. And he's like, if you want to kill him, do it yourself. And I'm like, this man was judging people and killing them on the spot if it said they were gonna do bad in the future, and that's the okay. whole point. Of this God's thing. That's her version of justice. <laughs> if you don't just kill this person right now. Because think about all the dudes he's been killing. Alright. <sighs> contextualize the Harrow thing. Think about when they're in the Dua. And they look up. And there's just hordes of souls falling from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm glad we can agree about the last episode. <laughs> I was like, I was like, are you serious right now, dude? Like he killed so many people. Like those people are not coming back. It is not the That's snap. The you're not going to, they're not going to get their souls back just because you trapped on it. They're dead. They're all dead. Just kill this man. Get it done. Right. And obviously that's to save for the, the post credit scene in which they do kill Harrow by revealing yeah. there's a, there's another altar, but I'm like, which was, why would you really liked, why, but... but I'm like, why, why would you do this this way for a sequel hook? That's not what, that's not you don't do that for a, for, for a sequel hook. Um, they almost got me cursing on this program. Um, <laughs> I was so mad. Like I was genuinely I like Hold on. furious. Real quick, for the future, for future reference, <laughs> you should clip you saying they almost got me cursing on this program. And if you do, instead of bleeping it, you just <laughs> insert that. You should totally do that. I should. That is really funny. That is really funny. I thought about it last week because they almost had me cursing on that program. They did. Um. Yeah. No. That was. That was. That was. That was terrible. No, that it was really terrible. Was infuriating. Like it's a very lackluster fight, which should be impossible with the fact that you have a kaiju fight in the background. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You have a you have a kaiju fight between a giant skeletal bird with a staff, yeah, and a big scary alligator woman, yeah, crocodile. But like Ms. Ruby. Thing. No, don't stop that. Ms. Ruby. I know we have to connect everything to Sly Cooper. <laughs> Show some respect to the goddess Amit. Why? Who is some She out here committing fascism. Yeah. I mean, so is Kanshu, but like, you know, one's yeah, more tasteful than the other. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um we're about to get to the cool scene, but I did like that for a second after, you know, he's like, no, Kanchu, I'm done with you, set us free. And Kanchu's like, okay. And I'm like, wait. Because two things entered my mind, right? Mm-hmm. The first is when Steven was like, nah, you have to let us do this. And he's like, okay, I will release you. And Steven's like, all right. I'm like, you rookie, you need to say exactly when you want him to release you. Yeah. Because then he doesn't, but when he let him go right away, I was like, wait, that's not right. Yeah. So I'm glad it was for an actual reason and it wasn't just like, we're going to wrap this up really neatly now. Yeah. So I'm like, you left that wide open to interpretation. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He said the two of us and I was like, there's three of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That too. (laughs) But they don't know that. And I do like that they don't know that. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I just... I'm annoyed at the way they went about it, you know? What I really like is that for Mark and Steven, they believe it's resolved right now. Yeah. The way but, okay, this is, my, this is my other thing, really- though. This is my other thing, though. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed at that just a little bit because I'm like, where is Layla? Yes. No. Agreed. I was like, you left your wife again to go live in your uh, crummy English apartment? Because I liked... I like the scene where we're back in the the mental hospital again. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, this is cool. I didn't know if they were going to be like, here's another layer of doubt. I was like, no. But. Excuse me. Um, what I really liked is the, 
there's a lot of cool visuals that they do, especially in the mental hospital, right? Mm-hmm. And I like when he takes that step and it's the bloody footprint and I was mm-hmm. like, that's good. Yeah. I like that. And he's like, why am I bleeding? Then Mark and Steven are like, you're the crazy one. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then they woke up and I was like, where's Layla? Yeah. Where's she at? What's happening? And they're like, oh, yes, all back to strapping ourselves to the bed again. That was funny. And I then... did like that there was the one footprint on the sand, though. No, yeah. But I was the like... two mm. goldfish was also very funny. I was like, ah, yeah. And then they're like, Moon Knight, that's it. And I'm like, what? I was no. like, you're lying. You're lying so to me. So I fast-forwarded to get to yeah, <laughs> yeah. the scene. Um, I hate that that's, I hate that that's set up for a, a, something that is not not subtly teased at all to be used as sequel bait and not expanded upon in the th- actual thing. That's that's awful. Yeah. That's horrible. No, I agree. I was hoping I I do like where we've ended it off that Mark and Steven think it's resolved and they don't get it. Yeah. Like I like that part of it. Yeah. But what I don't like is that, you know, it he could have been such an interesting presence, especially in like episode five mm-hmm. as they're doing all the stuff they're doing. Yeah. Like I thought he was going to appear. That's what I'm saying. I thought that was the, that. that I thought that was the big reveal. <laughs> I didn't need it to be. Cause like, it's been obvious to us. They've been laying down the groundwork for it. So it's not that big a reveal, but, but to them, like to Mark and Steven. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because I um, thought there was going to, I if, if, honestly, and I knew it wasn't going to be the case, but I kind of expected it in case they wanted to change something. I was thinking that maybe Mark wasn't even like the original. Like if they wanted to yeah, deviate somewhere been. off of that. But then they were like, no, Mark is the original. Which I'm happy about. Part. No, yeah, yeah, same. But I, 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 would, I wouldn't have put it past him, you know. Agreed. Yeah. 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 So the, the scene, the big scene from this episode, which is the after credits scene. Yes. Like the coolest thing that happens in is Oscar Isaac speaks Spanish. <laughs> a mysterious figure takes uh, Arthur Harrow away from his hospital. And the minute that like they showed even a slight section of his face i was like oh it's oscar Adler. yeah like you could barely see it was a really quick because it's when he like pushes him into the into the the yeah. car and he and even yeah. throws the wheelchair away like they don't hide like they barely hide it at all yeah he kicks it yeah um i loved conchu sitting in the back seat oh yeah no that's dope it was so good that's like Feel free to screenshot it level really level image, yeah. It's so good. I love the front and back of the limousine saying Spectre. Yeah. 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 And he turns around with the silence gun. And then he does the MCU's, one of the MCU's worst crimes, which is killing your cool villain. Mm-hmm. And, and I get that it's Arthur Harrow. And, and ruining big deal. the end of the thing you just watched by making you go like, what's going to happen next? Yeah. To which Oscar Isaac says, there are no plans for Moon Knight season two right now. I love playing as Steven. And if they come up with something that makes sense to include them in again, 
I'm totally down. And I'm like, what do you mean the sequel hook is right there at the end of the show? Are you lying to me right now for the sake of headlines? I know that they haven't, like, they haven't greenlit officially in other seasons. Well, yeah, but it's like, do a movie. I'm like, I'm like, Oscar Isaac, you, you signed the blood, the blood oath. (laughs) You're Moon Knight now. You praise the sun. No. Moon Knight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it's great. I, I just, it's a really cool final scene, but I'm like, this didn't even have to be an after credit scene, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I think after credit scenes were a fun novelty at one point. Mm-hmm. Look at Ferris Bueller. Yeah, and like I still like them, but yeah. I don't. I wish we got more stuff that was like the shawarma one. Yeah, because even the even the. Uh... Well, I mean, that's the thing they started doing, right? They started being like, well, fine, we'll give you two, one that matters and then one that doesn't. Like you have, like at Thor Ragnarok, they're like, uh-oh, Thanos, Infinity War. And then all the way at the end, they're like, hey, the Grandmaster was chilling. And he was like, ah, fun revolution. Let's do this again sometime. You know? Yeah, I just wish it would be like, I wish they'd be more like the Young Justice end cards, you know? Where it's just like a somber moment or something. Not even have to be yeah. somber, because some of them are just funny. Yeah. yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like something that allows us to sit with what we've just watched. Yeah. If we got that and then whatever the next sequel baby thing was, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. But like, it's always pointing towards what's next and not what just was. Yeah. And that's frustrating. I'm trying to think something had good post credit scene that I liked, but I can't remember what it is. Justice league theatrical edition. Shut up. Stop talking. (laughs) Okay. On the real, the concept of a flash versus Superman race would be a good one, right? Well, yeah, but except when you think about it, it, it's a, Joss Whedon reshoot part. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. How they did it was bad. Mm-hmm. But that concept is good as like a here's how we close out this thing, right? Yeah. It was like nice. I just frustrated myself thinking about Justice League. Yeah, stop that. Stop that. It, it wasn't intentional. It just came to me and then I had to say it. Now we're here. Yeah. Let's leave here. And let's go to a galaxy to a place that will far far away frustrate us more why did you why did you stomp on you just like curb stomped my transition i'm sorry can i say it again because it's yeah. you, you st- set me up team me team me off team me up and now let's go off to a galaxy far far away that's not how you started it off the first time. I didn't remember, okay? I'm sorry. Said, so let's leave this place. Oh, okay. And now it's ruined. You want to do a take No, three? I don't want to do a take three. Let's I don't want to do the show anymore. <laughs> how you doing?
I'm doing pretty good. You you enjoy your uh, trip through Lightspeed? Yeah. Yeah. Made me feel like I was watching the Doctor Who intro. Wibbly wobbly, timey whiny. Stuff. Stuff. Something. I don't watch that show. I'm not a virgin. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. L L Force. Yeah. I don't know how to say no, Force yeah, go Awakens for it. in Spanish. I can Google Translate it. El Forque Rápido. That's the Google Translate version. Yeah. Why are oh. forks going fast? Hey man. Light speed. Fast and forkiest. <laughs> I don't like that. <sighs> um That's an exasperated sigh, but I actually had a very fun time watching Force I did Awakens. Too. Yeah. yeah. Like I knew it was fun and I enjoyed it when I saw it. Yeah. And then I enjoyed it every other time I saw it. Yeah. But having seen where this trilogy ends up, it taints everything for me. So mm-hmm. every time I think on it, mm-hmm. you know, it, it makes me upset for John Boyega and the cast in general, but mostly John Boyega. Yeah. yeah. And Kelly all the Marie things Tran. that were left on the cutting room floor. She's not here yeah. yet, so I didn't feel that upset for her while watching it. Oh, but okay. I felt upset afterwards when I thought about her and was like, "Okay, oh, why'd they do that? Oh, I just remembered how she's barely in Rise of Skywalker, and now I got upset. Yeah. <sighs> and time to go watch Raya and the Last Dragon again to feel something. <laughs> um, oh, man. The Force Awakens is a very fun and entertaining movie. Yeah. Um, they I did think... their best to make a Star Wars movie that wouldn't make anyone upset, which is the stupidest thing a person could do because have you met a Star Wars fan? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also, it's fun. I saw a tweet today, because today we are recording, it's uh, May, May 4th. May the 4th, baby. May the 4th be with you. Um... And I saw somebody say, was like, the thing about Star Wars is that it felt like, it, what is it? It felt like uh, 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 an event, like it, like it was, it was so important. And now they've just taken all of that from it. And I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? Acting Just as because if... they put out more Star Wars stuff, you don't want more Star Wars stuff? Acting as if the Mandalorian isn't a massive cultural moment anytime like, the show is on. Like, for real. Like, people who are not conventional, like, obsessed nerds, whenever the Book of Boba Fett came out, were like, I meant to just watch the first episode and I accidentally binged everything. You know, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. the stories I heard from people, like a friend was like, yeah, my dad just blazing through the show right now. You know, stuff like yes. that. There, I, okay, I found, the, I found the tweet. 
Main appeal of Star Wars always used to be its sense of prestige and occasion, with the su superfluous stuff strictly opt in. Opt in. And it's like the mouse managed to get rid of that prestige in about six months. That's a lie. It is a lie. What are you talking about? Also, who thought of Star Wars that way? <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> Who's sitting there like, who? <laughs> prestige? Like, that's what you want to go Star with? Wars. Yeah, it's Star Like, <laughs> it's not a new season of Sopranos. Like, <laughs> what is it? Somebody, somebody, somebody said, what do you mean by prestige? And they're like, you choose. I've tapped out on this conversation right now. And then someone said, I read it to mean that each theatrical episode used to feel like a big cultural event. And they were like, correct. Didn't realize I was tap dancing over the controversy minefield on this one, though. You're talking about Star Wars. But it still does feel like a cultural event whenever they release stuff that people either know about or have something they can recognize. Yeah, like I don't like just because everything is the reference show now, right? Which is what Boba Fett is for the most part. Yeah. It doesn't detract from the fact that like it's still a moment. It's a moment. <laughs> and here's like visions is not a moment. That's an opt-in thing. It's not. It yeah. hasn't lost that. Yeah. Kenobi is a moment. Like for real. People are going to get when it. When Mando it. comes back, it'll be That's a moment. A moment. And Ahsoka might start to develop that because of Mando, right? Maybe. Because now yeah, people maybe. have seen her, so they're like, what's going on? I yeah. don't know how many people this will inspire to watch all seven seasons of Clone Wars and also Rebels. Like, yeah. I don't expect that to be a common thing. Yeah. But it it still gets to be that if you care about it. Yeah. Yeah. If you were a kid who grew up loving Star Wars in any generation, whenever they drop something like Kenobi, it's exciting. I remember somebody that I used to follow because of a group that they were a part of that I liked was talking about how, like, almost said this exact same thing about, like, this was a special thing and now you're taking away from it because you're pumping it. I'm like, bro, they come out every two years. Right. It's not like a new one's coming out like every single day. Yeah. And they're doing lots of side content that's opt in like the high Republic and like yeah. plenty of comic books and all kinds of stuff. They, they were, they were putting out video games left and right in like the early two thousands and the late nineties. So many like when the prequel era, what do you hit, mean? They went crazy with the For video real? games. They For went real? insane. So like, I don't, I don't be, I don't, I understand getting upset that the thing you like is no, is no longer able to operate on its own. Right. Like yeah. having to like reference everything or like tie in to whatever. Sure. Like blah, blah, blah. Like, and, and not even like a, like, a, oh, hey, here's a fun Easter egg. Cause now every Easter egg has to mean something for down the road or whatever. Right. That's just the the case things have been for like the past 10 years. But trying to be like, bro, they're putting out too much. I don't care. Like what? It don't matter. It really doesn't. Like even with the Marvel movies, they're like, oh, this many Marvel things in a year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There were what? There were four Marvel movies last year. 
mm-hmm. and like four TV shows. That was like eight separate things. And each of them were like their own like specific like era. Yeah. Think about how many times people say I miss WandaVision era. Right. right? Or, I miss and WandaVision, WandaVision has era. WandaVision has a very specific thing being like it the does. first Marvel thing in like a year and a half or whatever, right? And then what is it? Uh, uh Black Widow coming out. And like it was fine, but like hey, it was fun. It we got to go see a Marvel movie in theaters again. Or like like I don't like I don't get it. Like why are you so like even if even if you want to be like, oh, I want it to be spaced apart or whatever. Just wait to watch it then. You don't have to watch it. You don't have to take in the content. What are you complaining about right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. you have something to say about the content itself, sure. Why are you complaining that there's so much coming out now? It don't matter. Shut up. <laughs> um, Watching The Force Awakens again. Yes. When it comes to Ray, there's only one thing that's like you shouldn't be able to do that, right? And it's the force. No. <laughs> <laughs> the whole force? The whole no. force. Um it's the Jedi mind trick. Yeah, that one that as the first thing that she does too. Because first off, how does she know about it? Yeah. Is the one thing, right? Yeah. She knows about it because we know about it and they want us to know about it. That's why. Yeah. Right. We know how much thought J.J. Abrams puts into stuff. I don't I'm, know what the problem is. I'm getting. He just winged it like George did. Stop that. I'm getting into it right away. J.J. Abrams, I'm coming for you. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. The only thing is the Jedi mind trick is everything else. Like, I believe. Right. The flight thing in her ATAT. This isn't explicitly stated in the movie, but like there's a simulator or th- you know, she yeah. has one somewhere. Yeah. And has been flying all kinds of ships in these simulations for years. She was a scavenger. Like I figure yeah. she would like learn to pick things apart and figure out how stuff works, how parts you know. Work. Exactly. All and I mean they, and that's and that's sense. one of the ways she gets out of a lot of stuff throughout the movie is just ripping things out of things. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Opening that's funny. And that's good. And like, yeah. You know, can you I bypass can you the compressor? It? Yeah, 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 yeah. That moment's really good. It is. Um, I she's great. I love Ray in this movie. Yeah, me too. Me too. I love her so much. She's such a fun, like, she's such a good character. Yeah. And people complain about like her and her fighting Kylo Ren at the end, right? And it's which like, which we had very good commentary on in the moment that it was happening. We did. But also, like, this man is dealing with a giant shotgun blast in the side. Yeah. He's just finished fighting another guy. Yeah. And he's, like, keeping it together, and he also wants to train her. Yeah. So he's trying not to, like, go crazy. Yeah. Because he's so, lonely. Because he's an incel. He is. Yeah. And lots of people want that to be rewarded. <laughs> Back at it again with the Raylo hate. <laughs> oh man, you guys suck. <laughs> if you want more nuanced opinions on that, hear our last episode. But yeah. yeah, um. Anyway, I 
I don't feel the need to defend Ray that hard in this movie because it all makes sense except for the Jedi mind trick, which is just there to be like Star Wars reference. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And in the theater, it's a moment and you're like, ah, she did the thing. And then you put any amount of thought into it and you're like, oh, huh. Which is the feeling that watching a J.J. Abrams movie gives you once you think about I'm it. Pretty, I'm pretty sure that even even watching it when I saw it in the theater, I was like, how did she do the Jedi mind trick? <laughs> right. I was like, I was like, it took Luke years to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. And even Obi-Wan was like, that's not something that that everyone does, you know, yeah. like it's, it's very difficult to like, they were like, yo, this right. is an expert level trick. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the raise a Mary Sue thing starts from there, but it's like, it didn't need to. I, yeah, well, you know who, you know who did that? Star Wars fans, which you can put an equal sign next to and say misogynist. Well, well, it was one specific person, but I don't, you know. You don't know who started that? Who started that? Max Landis. Did he? Yes. (laughs) I was right misogynist (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah no that's 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 one of the whole reasons everyone was like bro like you suck (laughs) clown yeah Yeah. um let's talk about my boy the love of my life no i know i made a joke john boyega fn2187 finn yes Yes. The man himself. Oh my God. It's an, a lot. <laughs> I just realized you're doing a lot more Oscar Isaac talk today too. Yeah. Another Oscar Isaac uh, oh, hour of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, John Boyega, Finn, FN2187. The goat. Love him. He's so good in this movie. Yeah. He gets to be like a flawed character and still really cool. Yeah. He has been trained basically from birth to fight and it shows. Yeah. And he doesn't want to. But when he's but that's the only thing he can do at Maz Kanata's castle, it's like yeah. it's second nature, but he's like, I don't want to be here. I just want to get out. Yeah. I don't want to deal yeah. with any of this. Blam, blam, blam. He like <laughs> he does the Overwatch. It's uh, very dead eye. <laughs> It's very interesting because, like, I mean, they do make they they make too much of a fool of him in uh, the next one, the next one, and the one after that, even and the so. one after that, yeah. But like, and he is still he's still funny in here, right? Like, there's some stuff he does yeah. that's like pretty silly, but it's less out of like, look at this dumb guy, and it's like, look at this inexperienced person. Here's okay, yes, very important to point out. Finn has not gotten the chance to be a person. Yeah. Ray has also not gotten the chance to be a person. Yeah. These two facts are very important. I'll be bringing them up later. Uh, okay. But in right another now, episode or in this no, episode? No, no, later this episode. Okay, all right, yeah. Because I just want to talk about characters for a second, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finn, who is acting out of self-interest, but has this like newfound sense of morality that's been you know, sort of stamped down by the first order. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden he's like, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. 
but also I'm terrified of what that means because these people will kill me. Yeah. Right. So he's dealing with all those complex emotions and he sees Poe and he's like, I'm going to get him out of here because he could fly me out. Yeah. And also it's the right thing to do, but mostly I got to get out of here. Yeah. And like, even if they die flying, right. That's way better than still being a stormtrooper. Exactly. Yeah. They took a stormtrooper who turned to the good side and didn't do anything with him, Justin. Mm-hmm. They didn't do mm-hmm. anything with him. Yeah, man. Okay. Anyway, Poe, our very cool, uh, fast-talking rebel guy. He's Who here. doesn't get to do a lot in this movie because he was supposed to die. Yes, exactly. But every time we see him, he's really cool. Yes, because he's the cool guy. He is this lone. I love whenever, you know, he hops in the ship. He does the the backwards X-Wing blaster cannon thing. Yeah. Then he hops out with his gun, ready yes. to go all, like, action hero. Yeah. PlayStation video game character, like, yeah, he's going to do his thing. And then Kylo Ren's like, you don't have the force. You can't. You are nothing to me. You can't step to me. Yeah. I, oh, my reaction whenever he shoots and then he turns around and does the yeah and the blaster bolt freezes i just did the action that was the yeah that was that was one of the because i okay so i was really excited about this movie when it came out because i was like yeah this looks cool i even i had like a kylo ren shirt ready to go before i even saw the movie because i was just like this dude looks really cool and then i found out he is really cool as a bad guy and that moment guy. that moment really solidified it for me cuz i was like he's stopping a blaster bolt in mid air and it stays there for so long <laughs> and they go and get poe okay it threw us off so hard because oscar isaac looks so young yeah which is he really looks funny insanely young in this movie yeah and it's like not that he's aged badly because he's Oscar yeah. Isaac and he's hot. Like, he still looks yeah. great. But he looks so young. Yeah. He's very 20-something in this movie. And I think he's in his 30s. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, that, probably, like, 36 or something. That's that Latino aging, baby. Yes, sir. Same thing for John Boyega. That with that man's immaculate skin. With that Latino aging for John Boyega. Yeah. No, he looks so good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Takes that helmet off. I wish they lined him up right, but, you know, it's okay. Well, it's military haircut. No, I He's a stormtrooper. I know, I know. But when he stopped at Maz's, they could have taken care of him. Yeah. Comes out with a fade. everybody. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they did to Maz Morales. That's different. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. It just would have been cool if they like stopped at Mazda's and she was like, new fits, upgrades, everybody looks yeah, good. Yeah. I'm annoyed that Ray wears the same thing in different colors throughout the entire trilogy. Yeah. It really annoys me. Cause she, cause the first one she goes from like dirty sweat rags to, oh, they're gray now. 
<laughs> and then and then in the last one she's like here's my white jedi fit that's literally the same outfit i've been wearing except it's white now and it's got a hood well no but she puts on the the thing the vest thing and the sleeve thing and the what vest thing and sleeve thing like what when she goes about? to get luke it's the oh, gray like outer thing oh like oh okay no she puts on a jacket is that what is, is it a jacket? Is it a jacket? I feel like it's like I feel a like vest it's a jacket. And also, but then, sleeve. but then I underneath it, it's still yeah, the yeah. same, <laughs> the same outfit. Let me see. Let oh. me look this up. Yeah. Okay. You look it up. But yeah, I Poe's really cool in everything we see him in, and he was supposed to die and he didn't, and I'm glad he didn't. Um. And oh no! It a... is a vest. You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. And she has the sleeves, right? Yeah. Well, it's like wraps around her arm. All right. Cool. I didn't know what to call those. I couldn't picture them that clearly. But and we then... get this very solid, interesting new trio to follow. Yeah. Like Poe is really cool. I love him so much. Yeah. Uh, Finn is the greatest concept to come out of Star Wars. The most also. interesting, yes. And then Ray is like this scavenger who knows everything about like parts and spaceships and yeah. stuff and nothing yeah. about people. And they still and they yeah, and they still make her very boring kind of cuz she's the main character eventually. Yeah. I think she's the most boring of the three even though arguably Poe is the most basic. But yeah, Poe gets Isaac, to have, so you can't yeah, Poe has, like he has charisma and then he's the pilot and then yeah. he gets a really good character arc in the second one. <laughs> what do you mean? No, it's bad. It's bad because women told him <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll get there. I like Poe's character arc in the second one. I want to. Oh no, me that. too. I love. Yeah, no, 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 no. I love. I just it, need know, to clarify to the audience. I was, yeah, 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 I was being sarcastic just now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I remember. Do... I I do. Sorry, not to jump into no, no, to the next one again, but I I did vi- I do vividly remember watching the Last Jedi and being like, "Yo, wait a second. They gave him a lot to do, and it was really good in this movie." compared to the last one is poe my new favorite character now he wasn't but like no but yeah he's he's crazy (laughs) yeah i i really like what they do with ray where she's like she's so wide-eyed about the galaxy and excited Mm -hmm. to experience stuff those are my favorite moments of daisy really acting because she looks genuinely excited yes and like There's there's so much character work you can do there, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like she's just excited to get out and do things. Yeah. And then immediately we ship her off to the planet in the middle of nowhere <laughs> to train. Yeah. You know, yeah. instead imagine if she was like in Canto Bite, what reactions she would have gotten there, mm-hmm. you know? Of like seeing a place filled with people compared to what she's used to. Mm-hmm. They do this really fun thing with this trio where uh, the, the the powers that be realize, oh, we've been doing a lot of white people. How do we fix this? How do we make this diverse? 
Okay, leading character, white woman, black man, Latino <laughs> man. I did it. Yeah. There's so many things that are like, these yeah. are the three. I did it. And they move right on. And I'm like, no, baby. <laughs> That's you not. Didn't. You, you didn't, didn't yeah. do it. Now, I love all three of them. It would be it would be a lot easier to digest and be on your side if you didn't completely shaft the black man who was clearly going to be the lead. Yes. Yeah. He's with a lightsaber in all of the promotional material. They set him up. Even though I called it. Even guy. though I called it beforehand that she was going to take the lightsaber and be the one to fight Kylo Ren. Here's the other realization that I had while watching this movie. Whenever she like gets the lightsaber and Maz is like, it calls to you. I sat back in my chair and went, that's not what lightsabers do at all. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole thing about your journey to get your lightsaber. Yeah. The only reason that that plot thread is in there is because it's an important lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And it's a lightsaber, so we got to get every, these characters lightsabers. Every problem that I have with this movie is when it becomes... Hey, do you guys know Star Wars is important? Yes, which is why we like the second one. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> even like being like, hey, we essentially redid Star Wars again isn't even that bad in hindsight. It's not, it's not that bad. Because you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, I mean, the same things happen again and again. That's fine, right? And like poetry, it rhymes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then to be like, hey... Like they said, there's so much importance of like, who is this random girl? She can't just be a random girl. That's wrong. If she's a random girl, she can't be a random girl. Who is she? That lightsaber, it's calling to her. Why? I don't know. Like Luke, like when Luke got uh his dad's lightsaber, Obi Wan wasn't like, oh, it's 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 calling to you. It's just like, hey yo, you got your dad's old lightsaber now. I got you your dad's flashlight, kid. Yeah, like Knock yourself out. For he real. immediately points it towards his eye. Yeah. It's a very it's like it feels like a very like Harry Potter effect, because they're like, oh, your wand has to call to you rather than being like you know. Like everything I this like at the store. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I could afford. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean that that's what the the difference of like a lot of original Star Wars is just happenstance. Yes. Unless unless this is fate. This is the fourth time. That the prophecy in the prequels is a little like mm. But here's the thing. Whenever George Lucas does the prequels, he goes, "Okay, these things that were happenstance, how do I like come up with a thing that makes sense and fits?" Right? Mhm. And mm-hmm. not all of that is very thoughtful because that man yeah. was remaking Revenge of the Sith as he made it. Yeah. It's so funny to me that the line, uh, in from my point of view, the Jedi are evil or whatever, mm-hmm. is only there because it was from an old version of the script and it doesn't make sense in this version. It of doesn't, the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very funny to me. Is it the Jedi who's evil or is it the Jedi who are wrong? I feel like he says evil. Is it because he says Palpatine is evil? 
something like that. I forget. Yeah, that's what he was like. I don't know why. The Jedi are wrong is what my brain always says. But I could could be wrong. Ooh. The theme of the prequels is the Jedi are wrong. Well, yeah, because the Jedi are wrong. The theme of this High Republic book I'm reading right now is the Jedi are wrong. And it's it's about to have dire consequences. It's really crazy how many times Star Wars tells you, hey, the Jedi are wrong. And then in the one movie where they shout it at your face, people are like, no, the Jedi aren't wrong. Stupid, stupid behavior. It's really annoying how every episode of this of this is going to be about the Last Jedi, even though it's not about <laughs> the Last Jedi. When I saw the trailers for the Last Jedi, and Luke was like, "The Jedi need to go away." I'm like, "He's enlightened. He's figured it out." And mm-hmm. then I watched the movie, and he's like, "No, nah, I'm sad." I was like, "No, Luke, that's not it. You were this close." Yeah. Like. He. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. It's not oh, I just remembered Force Ghost Luke Skywalker. <laughs> oh no! Remember when they have him summon his car from the sea, and they're like, "Here, Ray, it's your new car." <laughs> God, every that's but that's what it is. No, it is, it is, it is. But it's really funny that you chose. To it's say just, it that it's really, yeah, it's really annoying every time. Every time the movie feels like fan fiction, that's the best way to put yeah. it. And I and I'm sorry to use fan fiction in, in a demeaning term, right. a demeaning way again. But it, like when, you know, <laughs> right. And here's the thing: like you and I do not consume a lot of fan fiction outside of uh, industry comic books. Mm-hmm. So, um. <laughs> he's shaking his head at me he doesn't like when i do this i don't but mm. <laughs> i'm just saying that's the thing another guy wrote and this guy said but i like this way i remember uh, what is it there was an argument i had with somebody a couple years ago about he kept calling the assassin's creed comic books which are canon and tie into the stuff in the games fan fiction because it wasn't included in the games that's hilarious yeah that's really funny yeah um no i mean like we don't go and seek out fan fiction right yeah and i know there's like i personally am not interested in oh this relationship that could have happened and had potential didn't so now i need to go read stuff about it that doesn't mm-hmm. speak to me personally yeah and like i know there's fan fiction that exists that's just like good storytelling by very talented writers that isn't mm-hmm. romance related which I'm... is really cool i just yeah. don't know how to go about looking for it and i have so many things to look at anyway like in general that there's yeah. no drive in me to seek out fan fiction for... even though i write some for me for me, it's it's less it's less a lack of interest and more like a tainted image in my head. Because okay. when I think of fan fiction, I also think of very crappy Bat Family headcanons. All right, yeah, that's fair. Like how like how Tim Drake is a caffeine addict and consumes coffee all the time. And how Dick is a himbo and like that kind of stuff, yeah. right? And 
that's why I'm glad uh, Bat Family Adventures webtoon exists because it's like, hey, here's that stuff that you like. It's yeah. off to the side. You can enjoy that. That's fine. And it's still so I'm much like, better mm. about it than those headcanons. Than the, those like, headcanons, yeah. Really, because when good. I think fanfic, because when I think fan fiction, aside from thinking of like whatever ship fic, and like that's fine, like that that I have no problem with. If you want to read your whatever, go read, read your whatever. and write that stuff. Yeah. Like, if but that like stuff I've you're never to go for it. I've never heard I've never heard fan fiction or thought of fan fiction using like an actually like good context. Cause then, yeah. cause now I'm even trying to think of something that's like a fun narrative, whatever. And I'm like, my immortal, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, there's only one place where when I write stuff in it, I'm comfortable with this just being fan fiction and nothing more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's star Wars. Yeah. Cause I want to do. At some point, just a project for fun for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Anakin didn't become Vader, and like mm-hmm. do something interesting with that, right? Yeah. Uh, that's something that I want to do. Cause that's and not anything you thing, can change, huh? That's not anything you can change. Yeah, it's not anything I'd try to change. Yeah, I would not want to like knock on Walt Disney's door and be like, "Here, sir, read my Here's work, my, my Star Wars. What if?" Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Like, I'm doing this because I want to explore these concepts, and I hope people are interested and read it at some point, you know? Yeah. Which is the Meanwhile, same thing for the Star Wars story that I'm writing now, where it's like, I have these interesting concepts and characters yeah. that I love, and I'd love if other people read it and, and enjoyed it, but yeah, I just want to explore it. and it's fun, and it's meaningful, but you're not trying to be like, this is the new trilogy or something. No, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Meanwhile, on the other hand, DC hire us. Yes. <laughs> DC hire us, Marvel. I got ideas. Let me talk to did you. Did you hear about have you did you hear any spoilers about Death of the Justice League? No. Okay, because some of the deaths I've heard about are like really really funny. Spoil can I give you spoilers for Death of, just real quick? Let's talk about this later. Okay, because right, I want to actually talk about this. Because because one of the because one of the only ones I've heard like directly is really funny and really upsetting at the same time. Um, Superman anyway, yeah, Star Wars tonight. Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Star Wars: The um, Force Awakens. What did I want to say? Okay, my biggest issue with this is not. Mm-hmm a big issue to someone who's watching the movie, but it's a big issue to me, a star Wars person. Okay. Star killer base is Elam. Yes. And if you which, sit there and which, say, I don't know what that means. Okay, fine. It's okay to yeah. laugh at me for being upset about this. If you don't know what it is, that's cool. I don't care. Did right? you have fun blowing my mind with that? Cause I, I literally, I was, I was I, just elated that like you could understand the absolute <laughs> And what's funnier is that the other two people who watch with us have mm-hmm. seen Clone Wars and didn't have that reaction. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing that I thought was really funny. But that's funny. But that's the thing. I don't I don't know that from Clone Wars. Yeah, I know yet. that you from Jedi for that Fallen episode. Order. It's <laughs> Elam is such a cool place with like a significant history to the Jedi. Yes. 
there are things in Star Wars where it's like we're going to talk about this in the next one where it's like this is important to us because we've mm-hmm. seen it in movies and it's not yeah. important to the galaxy. Yeah. Treating those things flippantly is okay. Mm-hmm. Because in universe, they don't have that level of significance. Yeah. Luke's X-Wing is just an old busted up X-Wing. Yes. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's a junk car, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, for real. That's all it is. And that's fine. The garbage will do. The go- Exactly. Yes. No one complains about it in this movie. Because it's, it's fine. It's funny. Right. But they complain and about then it she, in the next And one. then she's like, this is the Millennium Falcon. And that's fine because you're like, yeah, okay, that's. Yeah, now no. she gets it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And in the originals, they're like, the Millennium Falcon's garbage. Yeah. And it's funny. That's why people are okay with it. Yeah. And people are Millennium okay Falcon's with it because most people don't know what it is, which is also fine. I feel like. I could be okay with the the like repurposing of of the planet and like like destroying it as though it was like a slap in the face to the Jedi. But it's just it's but it's just hey we just have a planet to take a thing and property yeah and use it that's yeah. all it is. In Jedi Fallen Order, it feels more significant because you're like, what are they doing here? Like what's yeah. what is this, it's, right? And like I and like I said, knowing this now and having that in context, I'm like, whoa. Like whoa, right? But then watching this movie, they're like, Yeah, and then it and then and then we blow it up. <laughs> Starkiller base takes its power from the sun. And I don't mean solar power. I mean it soaks up and pulls the nearby star into it. Which would totally kill everyone. <laughs> the atmosphere would be destroyed. Gravity would... The planet would fly off into space. Yeah. It's so bad. Like, I, would lo- I would love it if Starkiller Base was like found as some sort of old empire has been myth because they yes. tried to do it. And... And, d- and then it just totally went wrong. Do you know Defunct Land? Yeah, yeah, I, I know want Defunct a, Land. A, an in Star Wars universe, <laughs> Defunct Land about Starkiller Base, where they were like, this is crazy and way too much money. <laughs> Leave that alone, you idiot. Yeah. Especially when you consider that the First Order is just like Snoke's pet project that comes from nowhere. Yeah. How are they doing this? Well, yeah. actually, shut up. I don't really, want to talk about I, it. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, it's so annoying because we had so much fun watching that movie and then just sitting to think about it is just (laughs) tainted sitting okay the amount of money it takes to terraform a planet and turn it into a base like how long were they building the Death Star (laughs) from what is it it's like 15 years in the making or something they started think, at the end of Revenge of the Sith. It's 19 years in the making. Yeah, yeah. It takes them 20 years to get it operational. Yeah. And then 30 years later, they built a whole weapon into a planet. Shut I up. I don't think, I don't think, yeah. I don't, that, the math's don't not right on you. that. Yeah. Justin, they use the force. Shut up. 
that's not how the force yeah, works. There you go. You yeah. got there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That was the one thing that like really frustrates me this time around watching it is like mm-hmm. living with that knowledge. Whenever mm-hmm. I look at that, <laughs> the design is really funny. The more you look at Starkiller base. Yeah. It's like, what a goofy thing you've created here. Yeah. This grapefruit looks like a, a pokeball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does look like a pokeball. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. here's the other thing that's frustrating. They've decided, okay, we need our original trilogy characters back, right? Which is like, all right, obviously you have to bring them back. This is a sequel trilogy happening, you know, in line with the ages these people are in real life. That's cool. I'm good with that. Yeah. But instead of, you know, here's based on where people are now, you can tell where they've been before. It's let's set them to where they were at the start of the original trilogy. Yeah. They say Luke Skywalker is off being a nobody in a nowhere planet, which is right where he was. Han Solo Mm -hmm. is back to scamming and grifting people in space with Chewbacca, you know, being a scumbag, getting in Mm -hmm. trouble. I'm more okay with that than anything. I am and I'm not. Okay. Why? Because in A New Hope, he gets this full character arc of like, I have to be a good person now. I can't help it. Being around Luke Skywalker is contagious and it makes me want to die. And I grit my teeth every time I have to do a good thing. But this is who I am now and I have to live Mm -hmm. with it. Right. And like, I, I love that character dynamic. There's a very similar thing with Peter Parker and Kane. Okay. There's like a specific thing where Kane's so mad that he like has a conscience. Now he's like, I'm killing Peter the next time I see him. (laughs) Like, it's hilarious. It's a really good dynamic. Yeah. Um, and I love that relationship that the two of them have, which is the other big issue, which is that these characters don't get to have their relationships. Mm-hmm. They said, yeah, that was a snippet in time for the war and it doesn't matter anymore, mm-hmm. which is one of the biggest crimes that the sequels does in this movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And Leia mm-hmm. is doing the same thing. She's helping lead a rebellion against stormtroopers again. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Everyone's back to where they were. Why would you think 30 years later that's a good thing to do with your characters? Yeah. If you forced everyone back to where they were in ways that, like, this doesn't feel right to us, that would be something. Yeah. If they had done something, like... No, I should save that for the end. For that's, the end. No, that, yeah, so no, that's what I was... Because I have, I, have, I have a critique or opinion or something that I would like to share, but I feel like that's important for our uh rebuilding the sequels yeah episode yeah like okay i think my last issue with the movie itself mm-hmm. that i want to talk about is ray going to see luke at the end shouldn't be there yeah This movie is how do we get the map to get to Luke Skywalker? And then you get the map. And then you go and get him right away? No. No. They just wanted to have Luke in the movie. They just wanted to show him. I get it. Yeah. But no. (laughs) 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it feels so shoehorned in and it's so apparent on this rewatch. It's like, why is the movie not over? They should have. They should have jumped to light speed and then went to credits and then went to credits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also would have liked to see Mark Hamill in this movie, but all we get to do is see him. He turns around, pulls his hood off and it's over. Yeah. And it's like, man, that's not what I needed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like going back to this, the original trio, the fact that their relationships have basically been obliterated and it's like, yeah, it's not actually that big a deal, Mm -hmm. which is an insane thing to do with the original star Wars trio. The more I sit and think about it, that's crazy. Yeah. It'd be it's okay. If they not have them there, if that was the case, seriously, it's, yeah. it's okay if they're busy and don't get to interact as much. Mm-hmm. Cause that has that relatable, like adult element of like growing apart by necessity. Yeah. And not by choice. Yeah. But like every once in a while they hang out together, you know, something they like that. They lunch. make it work. Right. Yeah. They get lunches at a uh, Dex's diner. Yeah, he's Coruscant. still alive after all he's, this time. You know, we don't know how how long those things take to age. I know one that I wish died the minute he was born. Me? No, <laughs> that <laughs> alien species. Who? Um, don't worry about it. You're not there yet. In which of the several thing Star Wars things that I'm not there in yet? It's Clone Wars. Okay. My blood boils just thinking of this individual. Okay. Okay. That's, let you. You're not ready. All right. Scumbag. Okay. When I think of like villains and. Oh, I I can't get into this right now, but man. Okay. okay. Mm. Uh-huh. Hate him. All my Clone Wars noise. people Do know who I'm noise. talking about. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Thank you. Do the X Wing noise. I can't I it's it's the TIE Fighter. I right, can't do right. it every single too time loud. you guys ask me to do you're it. Right, it's right, in the right. middle of the night. And I have to be loud. You do. Do your best quiet Chewbacca. <sighs> Alright, that's pretty good. I liked it. That was decent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have things that you'd like to say right now? Because I've been talking a lot. I don't really know because I'm and I don't know. It like I feel like I've gotten most of my my, my like critiques and and even like compliments out of the way i just really want to hammer home how like i think i feel like the first half of this movie is better than the second half yeah um because of all the setup and all the potential that's there Han solo dies (laughs) oh man i love it when i can that you know what that makes me think of that makes me think of when I text you today's wordle is whack. <laughs> that was such a good day. I loved doing that. Day. I was like, should I? No, yeah, it's you, good. It's you, good. Uh, brilliant. Maybe I am. A, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, I um, I don't know. Uh, it's a fun movie. I I guess let me talk about Kylo Ren for a second. Yes, please do, because he's our um, other main character that we haven't yeah, talked much about. Yeah, I, I love I this I boy so much. He's so bad. He's so evil. And I remember leaving the theater. And when I left the theater and my, what is it? My, everyone was like, you kind of look like him. And it wasn't because I look like him. Cause I don't, no. but it was how long my hair is yeah, and how sad I look all the time. <laughs> so that was the birth of Kylo Reese. Was okay. It's weird to think that there was a time before you being Kylo Reese. Yeah. Because like, ever since I have known you, you've been yeah. Kylo Reese. Yeah, I know. And like, that's how some that's no... how some people who have met me from the internet have addressed me to begin with. Yes, I know. Like the first time, the first time I met, um, uh, well, the second time I met, um, um, Jeremy from from Ismahawk, he was like kylo reese and i was like it's me and then like andy from kind of funny when i met him i thought he was gonna ask me like do i know you from somewhere like have we met before and i was like i i said i was like you don't know me i just have one of those faces because i could see him getting ready to say it. he was like no what's your twitter handle and i was like oh i'm kylo reese he's like i know you you've been around for like years and stuff come on man and i was like ah people know me because of that yeah. so it's funny Especially how much brain space Kylo Reese has taken up in my friends, in yeah, my in my friends' minds rather than Kylo Ren. I will say Kylo Reese before Kylo Ren, and it's mm-hmm. happened before while referring to. I, it's character. happened in person with other people before. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so ridiculous because like Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren's not you. Right, he's not. He's not. No. You're a much better person than Kylo Ren. Well, which of course, I don't commit do. genocide. <laughs> Can we talk about how they blow up the whole New Republic that we don't get to see anything of? We don't know. Anything how did I about the almost New Republic. Forget, How did they I almost blow, forget to talk about that? They oh blow God. up the whole thing, and they're like, "Oh, isn't that a bummer?" And the New Republic doesn't matter. The government that exists for this galaxy gets obliterated and it's not referenced for the okay rest of so that in that ties in way. that kind of ties into the thing i wanted to talk about but i will save for when we rebuild the sequels yes um but that part aside from aside from that specifically kind of goes to show how the stakes in this movie are very lacking and manufactured and manufactured but also is a big symptom of the time period of like movies and whatnot yeah justin they kill like seven planets full of people Mm -hmm. massive populated worlds and that impact is not felt at all Mm -mm. and you can talk about how like alderaan gets blown up and it's just a byline like okay sure it is. That happens, and it's whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's, it's like one planet. But then at the same point, they're like, whoa, there's something out there that can just blow up planets. 
and that becomes the central focus. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah. Because um, it's, you know, it was a 70s sci-fi thing and they weren't going to dive into like, yeah. oh, the, you know, blah, blah, blah. Destroying, but this yeah. this is a modern day thing where they destroyed the whole government. Yeah. Imagine if they blew up Coruscant and the Senate in The Phantom Menace. I thought you were just going to make a real world comparison. So then when you said Coruscant, I was very confused. Lie, lie wake up. They hit the Pentagon. <laughs> lie, lie, wake up. They hit the Pentagon. Yeah. Um, they hit the Pentagon lie. No, but, but it's so, I, all right, let me, all right, let me touch on it for a second. Yeah. Actually, well, I, I brought it up in the past. The fact that, from original trilogy, we go from hiding out on raggedy planets in yep. like bunkers and and all that stuff from from you know the man essentially <laughs> to then the prequels being like here we're gonna go all to these different planets and they're gonna be all of different locales and they're gonna be populated and you know civilization whatever to then back to back to uh hiding out hiding out in bunkers planets. being on raggedy planets desert planet forest Stuck in planet spaceships for the whole movie. yeah like it's so ridiculous like okay so you defeated the empire what does that look like now like show me what that Nothing. looks like so i can care and then they show you right before they blow it all up so then it doesn't matter anymore cuz that was not the status quo anymore the status quo was we're running around on jungle planets. We're in space on a freighter now. Now we're going to go to some some little shanty uh uh like club bar in the middle of nowhere that's like a safe haven. But it's a safe haven from what? These new guys who just somehow are the the super fascist military power again. They built an entire planet weapon. And how like, is that not like the entirety of the first order? Like Star Killer Base. How yeah. come it's not like some random splinter groups around after that? Because you destroyed a whole planet full so of this those is, guys. So this is fine, fine. Because I feel like I need to just I, I need to just get into it now because I I'm not gonna be able to hit on it as hard as I want to in the later episode. The first order should not have been the new fascist whatever right yeah it should have been like like they should have been like the maga idiots they should have been like the <laughs> the the rorschachs from watchmen yeah they're they're really a, a, a sub splinter group right and the whole conflict should have been about like like it should have been like the prequels again where it's like between like, hey, it's a civil war and so here are the separatists. But then also the people like the Republic is also kind of scummy at the same time. Right. Yeah. And you can dive deeper into that because like, of course, having a new a new Republic. Not everyone's going to be good. Like, yeah, you guys beat the you overthrew the fascist government, whatever. But at the same time, if you are doing a follow up to a thing that tells the story after the ragtag group of rebels beat the dictatorship yeah. and have to deal with the effects of that floundering government as it gets set up. Yeah. And this is 30 years 30 later. Years so later. Like, <laughs> like you don't have to dive into the nitty gritty as much, but it has to be like, here's what that looked like. Yeah. 
you know it's crazy to me that like the ways that they have to justify the resistance existence in sequels media at the time like comics and stuff is Mm -hmm. insane justin they're like yeah the new republic can't technically act on the existence of the first order because they're like a protected group or like some sort of nonsense so that the resistance has to be poorly funded again the way the rebels were and like all that same stuff that we were at in a new hope which makes sense in a new hope they're like yeah well because of red tape the resistance has to exist so that's why leia's there as a general and i'm like for the listener I'm looking at Cam like he's stupid, but not because he's stupid, because but because what he said was stupid. That is the most idiotic thing <laughs> ever. It's so like bad. I okay. said, like I said, there's no issue with like recreating like the first movie again in the sense yeah. of like, all right, we got to go blow up the big base or whatever, but trying to reset the, the situation and like the stakes to the same thing. Yeah. That's so stupid. In 30 years, they have not come up with a better design for their spaceships than X-Wing and TIE fighter. So stupid. Stupid. It's so stupid. Like, the third movie should be about not about Star Killer base per se, but they're like, yo, they're gonna blow up the entire like every world associated with right. the New Republic. <laughs> like that's the big threat. Okay, I just want to say like in universe for Star Wars, like and stuff that's come since mm-hmm. the Death Star is like pointed out to be a stupid idea by people in the empire who wanted to do other things Mm -hmm. like put that funding and research into like stuff that could have actually won them the war Mm -hmm. clones (laughs) not clones um i mean other clones (laughs) don't give me that look stop that (laughs) (laughs) he's looking at me like he came up with a good idea by saying that well i was referencing stuff but you know no i know um but listen, in Rebels, you know, it's not a spoiler. The One of the programs that's, like, trying to get funding mm-hmm. is this very fancy version of the TIE that, like, has its own shields and has a hyperdrive and is, like, this crazy... They want to mass produce this to make the greatest fleet ever. Like, that's their goal. And the Emperor, who is a Sith, is, like... If I could blow up planets with the touch of a button, let me get that, actually. And the rest of the Empire is like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. We could win this war tonight. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't even be a problem. And he's like, I want to push the button. That's And that's fine. That totally fits. Yes. It's it's really well done. Whereas here, it's just like, how do we do Death Star again, but bigger? I just realized that the Mandalorian kind of does the exact thing I, I wanted and just asked for because Imperial soldiers and stormtroopers are li- literally hiding out in like secret yeah. bases and yeah. they're like, you got to do a deal with the Imperial with like an imp. Right. And the imp is wearing his, his, uh, uh, empire medallion. Like it's a big, like Nazi, war metal whatever the eagle or whatever yeah it's called. yeah they're <laughs> it's right there no seriously 
I let's we gotta end this podcast. Otherwise, I'm gonna just keep getting madder and madder. We do. <laughs> All right. I want to get back to the point that I referenced earlier, which is that Finn has not gotten a chance to be a person and experience life. Yes. Ray has not gotten a chance to be a person and experience life. Yes. And I think because of these things, amongst the main characters of the sequels, mm-hmm. there should not have been a romantic focus for anyone. Yeah. That's my personal feeling. I mean, there wasn't. What do you mean? Ray and Kylo Ren kissed. I will headbutt you. <laughs> I will. A big nose. Please don't do that. I will. I will reach across this table, grab you by your collar, and just mash my head into yours. Like Alfred did to Superman. Yes. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> um, but like. I'm saying this, this is less the movie and this is more about the conversations people were having. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Around things. And it's like, I get why people want Finn and Poe to get together from the standpoint of like, you know, representation and all that stuff. And like, Oscar yes. Isaac has really gay, great. He has really gay chemistry. No. <laughs> That's what really she said. Great. I said gate because I slurred my words. Gay. He's really great chemistry with everybody. Uh, so like, I get it. Um, but as a straight man watching those two interact, that's just dudes. Mm-hmm. That's what a healthy male friendship looks like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay if you wanted to turn it into like, whatever, but mm-hmm. like, that's not, that's nothing. People are like, he gave him his jacket. I'm like, yeah, I'd do that. Yeah. Like, no problem. I gave my friend a keyblade, like. What's yeah. the what's the yeah, difference? Yeah, no, that's the same thing. Good job, yeah. buddy. <laughs> if it, I yeah, just, like, yeah, no, that's my that. This gets into a whole other topic. I don't want to get to on the show right now. <laughs> I don't want to want to dive into anything very yeah. much because I know what you're talking about, and like yeah. we don't have to get into because we've crazy. had this conversation before. Yeah. yeah, but there's no need for a romantic relationship between any of these characters, right? Yeah. And I think it's stupid what they do later where they're like, Poe can't be gay, so here's Zori Bliss. And, like, you know, all that stuff. Like, they do a bunch Even of Even though I like stuff. her, I love her. She's Why would you so introduce cool. a very cool character in the last movie? She's a cool Fortnite skin right now. Yeah. yeah. Her design is awesome. Yeah. I don't think they can get Oscar Isaac's li- likeness because they got the, both the Moon Knight skins. And it's yeah. both fully masked. And then he does not have a Poe Dameron skin. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And he wasn't in there for Dune. He wasn't in there for Dune. Nobody wants to play as Duke Leto. I would. No, I know. I do, too. I was just making a joke. (laughs) People want to play as uh, uh, Chaney. As Michi. Okay. There's a character from a Brandon Sanderson novel. He's a book guy, and he's in Fortnite. (laughs) I can't even remember his name. He's from Mistborn, I think the series is called. Ah, I can't remember his name. That's weird. Spoilers for the first Mistborn book. He dies in there. So he's he, just a guy can, who's in... He dies. he dies. He's in one book and he dies and they're like, yeah, put him in Fortnite. Mistborn's a whole series. <laughs> he's a character in the first book that dies. That's funny. That's really funny. 
Oh man. Um um real real Eddard Stark vibes. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, like if you think that Kylo Ren who tortured and violated Ray's privacy and all that stuff, like if you think they'd be a cute couple because she can fix him. Yikes. Go fix yourself. Go f- Please. I mean that in a nice way. Like, mm-hmm. if you looked at that and were like, that's cute. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No. Like, I get people that think Finn and Poe are cute, right? And want them to get... I get it. Yeah. But people who are like Kylo Ren and Rey, I don't get it. This is not your invitation to send me your dissertation about why they work. This is me saying they don't. Yeah. And you're not going to convince me otherwise. Like, they, he's such an incel to her in this movie. You need training. I could give that to you. Yeah. It's like, who are you talking to? She force pulled that lightsaber that you couldn't get. You think you like metal? Have you listened to these bands before? Like, for real. I don't know if you've heard of uh, Tame Impala. They're pretty underground. <laughs> like, <laughs> you listen to the Smiths? <laughs> I have to return some videotapes. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. It's insane to me. Man, it's insane Christian Bale would have made a good Kylo Ren. Yes. Yeah. 90s sequel trilogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which Christian Bale is Kylo Ren. With his long hair. Christian Bale is Harrison Ford's son. I mean, hey, man. I'm with it. Yeah. Like, I love Kylo Ren mm-hmm. as a bad guy. I love mm-hmm. Rey as a character. Yeah. Once again, Kylo Ren pushed the button to annihilate all these planets. Mm-hmm. And killed his own dad. <laughs> he he was like, hey, dad, can you help me with something real quick? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is hilarious. I also found out today that in the Lego Star Wars game, what happens is he sparks up his lightsaber and it breaks and like a whole bunch of molten slag falls on the ground. Yeah. And he hands it to Harrison Ford, who like puts it together and fix it really quick. He fixes it. And, it turns and he hands back it back on. to him. Huh? And then it's, oh, okay. I, no, no, I no. he hands it back to him, and the slag that hit the floor melts a hole, and that's Han good. Solo falls that's through good. the hole. That's real good. It's hilarious. I like that a lot. I really want to play that game. It's And it's so funny because Chewie still shoots him after that, as if there was, like, animosity <laughs> in this moment. But it was literally like, oh, son, let me help you with this. And they're like, okay, yeah. let's go. And then he falls to his death, and Chewie it's, shoots him. It's really funny. It's really funny. All right. I feel like this is enough of the Force Awakens. Yeah. Can I end on two on two thoughts that aren't really re- aren't related at all to yeah. uh, the Force Awakens? Aside, okay. we'll, we'll just yeah, just to wrap up. Force Awakens, good. Let's talk Fun. more about that chase problems. scene between the two ties. And oh, the, it's so the good. Falcon That's my favorite. That's excellent. my favorite moment in the movie, and it kind of sucks. It kind of sucks to say that when it's in the first, like, 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah, man. It does. Um, so, two thoughts. 
Yeah. One, I just, can I can I I want to make a fan casting that I've been thinking about for Batman sequel villain. Okay. Yeah, hit me. So, Mr. Freeze. Yes. Adam Driver. Yes. Matthew McConaughey. Shut up. <laughs> I also no, alternatively, yeah, I came up with Normal. this one today more I so as a joke. Wake up. Nicolas Cage. Okay. Scarecrow. Bring it fulfill, back. fulfill the prophecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fulfill the prophecy. Billy Dee Williams is Two Face in a, yeah. a Lego movie. Yeah. Um, and then other thought that's supposed to make you kind of sad—not sad, but more so like, uh The Avengers came out ten years ago today. I've already had time to cope with the fact that the tenth anniversary was coming up, or else you would have destroyed I, me tonight. I, I haven't. Okay. Because I, I thought had about time. I thought about it, and then yeah. and then. Mm. All right, well, what about this one? Uh, Spider-Man turned 20 yesterday. I also saw that yesterday and was like, that makes me feel ancient. Yeah. And I know I was very, very young when it came out and I watched it. I wasn't even, I wasn't even two. (laughs) I wasn't even two yet. (laughs) Like, like I was very small, but I remember watching it like, as soon as it was released on VHS at the time yeah, or whatever yeah. we had, like, and watching it there and seeing it and loving it, yeah, because it was a Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man, yeah, and it's now it's one of the greatest movies of all time, and has a final battle that will never be topped. <laughs> That's not a joke. I made that tweet the other day. No, I mean I get what you mean. Yeah. There is an emotional through line that's there that's felt mm-hmm. for this fight scene. I literally I sat there before I tweeted that and thought about every other every other finale that I could. Yeah. And I was like, no, not, no no superhero, no superhero final showdown is as good as this. And you can't say like endgame or whatever, right? Because that's a different level of like that's, that's an all out action figures war. smacking each other. Yeah, but that's also like an all out war, right? No. I mean even like like I even thought about like Zod versus Superman at the end of Man of Steel. I was like, no. Like these There is a real true emotional connection between Norman Osborne and Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And there's this like And they're they just wailing on each, each other. other. <laughs> They care about each other and spent Thanksgiving dinner together and have been in each other's lives as like a meaningful component. Yeah. That's his son's best friend. That's another father figure in a way. Right. Yeah. And now they have to try and kill each other. Yes. Invincible. Yes. That's That's the the only other thing thing I can compare that touches it. But then, but then that's, that's not a fight. (laughs) That's not a fight. That's not a fight at Um, all. In my head, uh, in Justice League Unlimited, when Superman and Darkseid have that big, that one, that's up there. Mm-hmm. 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 Because mm-hmm. whenever he gets up and he's like, even oh, in, my life. Even in Superman. Like I've lived in a place made of cardboard. Yeah. But you can take it, can't you, big guy? Yeah. I was like six or something when I saw that the first time. And I was like, Superman and he just you smacks know, him through those buildings. For real. You know you know when Superman has someone that's on site like that's like 
even Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor not on site is like, come on, bro. Chill. And then if, if Dark push side, comes to shove. Mongol. Like, those are the guys mm-hmm. that if he sees them. Mm-hmm. Doomsday. Doomsday. Like. So what we're saying is the only, the only things that can compete with Spider-Man's final showdown are animated projects. Which are the best superhero adaptations. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Besides Watchmen. Watchmen? Which is not an adaptation. Oh, you mean the yeah, that's different show. Though. Yeah, it's a different thing. That's not but... a that's not a fight. That's like a whole No, I'm not saying fight. I'm saying like as a Oh, an ad- adaptation making well, yeah, yeah. not yeah. But yeah, it's I not an you, adaptation yeah, anyway, yeah. so yeah, 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 yeah. We're still right that animation. Even you know what? I'll throw another one in there. The end of Mask of the Phantasm. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Joker's like losing teeth and like bleeding, and then Batman's all battered and stuff. And oh man, man, maybe animation is the superior medium. It is. I've said this for years. No, I know. Listen, I just wanted to reinforce it. Believe me. Just wanted to reinforce it. Yeah. Um, that's foiled again this week. That is foiled. Hold again on, wait a second. Week. That's foiled again this week. Please join us next week for another toe tapping episode in which we talk about the last Jedi and who knows what Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange and the Last Jedi. We'll do Doctor Strange first and then the Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I I am Justin. I am at Kylo Reese on Twitter and Instagram. That's that's Cam. He's at K.Cruz on Twitter, but not Instagram. If he if he DMs you on Instagram and says that this is his personal page where he can speak with his fans. Yeah. And says download the Jeremy Renner app. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I'm gonna start DMing not, people on Twitter to say download the Jeremy Renner. App. <laughs> that's not that's not that's not Cam. That's Jeremy Renner. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you can follow the podcast at Foiled Again Cast Cast on Twitter. Yeah. I just realized something. The email, not the email. Do oh, okay. I have to say? Oh. You say the no. email because I don't know the email off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to email us, uh, if you are representing a brand or if you just have things that you need to tell us, you can hit us up on uh, foiledagainpod at gmail.com. So that's where we stay. That's where we stay. Those are yeah, all the ahead, places no. we stay. Um, we got ads now. Yeah, we do. Way to review us. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because I don't know a smooth transition that we added to that. (laughs) Um, You can rate or review the podcast on uh, your listening platform of choice. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Um... You yeah, I don't usually do the outro, but um, the network people uh came to get Cam 
to prepare him to go into witness protection because we're about to talk to um talk we'll talk about the last Jedi next week, so we need to be prepared. So after you know, after I sign off, I'm also gonna go into witness protection and maybe we'll record from like a secret bunker somewhere. Who knows? Um Toodles. <laughs>